Hello, Winternet. This is Hugh and Spence and the Essian Sight Calling. And the Raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting, waiting for Eurovision singing? Coming up this week, who's disqualified, who's not disqualified, and who we're all speculating on. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Welcome once more to Seven Days in the World of the Eurovision Song Contest with myself, Ewan Spence, backed up by the team from ESC Insight, looking back at what's happened with a little bit of looking forward as well, because we've got all the shows happening this weekend and into next week as well. It's all leading up to the Eurovision Song Contest itself to be held in Liverpool. Two semi-finals, 9th of May and 11th of May, and that grand final on Saturday, the 13th of May, at the Liverpool Arena. As always, if you're planning on going, make sure you get refundable things or you were 100, 100, 100% sure that everything is going to be all okay because plans are up in the air. And also, if you think things are too expensive now, hold off a bit. Prices tend to drop a bit in March and April when the hotels realise nobody's buying our very, very expensive rooms. One thing from Liverpool, though, that it is happening on Monday, coming up at 7pm UK time, 8pm Central European time, will be the semi-final allocation draw. We'll get our first look at the branding of the contest. We will find out which countries are seeing in the top half or the bottom half of each semi-final, and then we can draw out statistics and who's going to qualify and who's not going to qualify based on past performance. And it is just all magical and nobody scored any points yet. And just because you're singing seventh and not eighth in a running order, is that everything? Is that? Is it enough to hang content on? Do we do it every year and get pretty close anyway? Yes and yes and yes. Okay, into the results. Uh, first up, Georgia. Um, not been keeping too close an eye on the voice in Georgia. It's been big and labyrinthic, but uh, they have got themselves down to the grand final contestants now. And one of the winners from the semi-final was Irukechnovi, who sung with Candy Music and won Junior Eurovision back in 2011 for Georgia. So watch right there for a potential returning Eurovision champion. Uh, heat one of Lithuania's Let's Try Again was broadcast last Saturday. Ten qualifiers out of their Ruta Mur, Gabriel Jealous, Alan Chico, Juste Krolait, Noy, Paulina Paxtate, Ilsenso, Joseph June, Baiba, and Lukne all qualifying through to their grand final. 15 ran. Over in Norway, second semi-final of MGP took place last weekend. Again, three qualifiers, John, Swing It and Elsie Bay are heading through to the final there as well, joining Umami, Ulrich and Alessandra from semi-final last week. The third and final semi-final is happening this week, and in all three of them, seven ran. There's going to be more and more results when we get to February. That section is going to be absolutely jam-packed. But anyway, uh, all the countries, all the broadcasters are getting ready for those big runs at national finals. Some are doing an internal selections as well. Uh, let me start off here with Austria. Uh, there are rumours in the community uh, that the internal selection 
which we are expecting to hear about next week. The internal selection could be a song which is called Poe, named after the American poet Edgar Allan Poe, not one of the Teletubbies. But to quote the system of Dr. Tarn, Professor Feather, if you want to go deep into your Poe literature, believe nothing you hear and only one half that you see. Either way, Poe, not Poe, we shall see next week. If not, it's probably going to be a song called La La. Okay, Malta next, and uh, a bit of a, oh, standby, Scottish word coming up in the script. A bit of a stooshy has been going on in Malta this week, as Aidan, set to sing the song Regina, was disqualified from Malta Eurovision Song Contest, that's their national final, over posts he made on social media. We'll quote the broadcaster PBS here. The publication of any social media post, promotion material, interviews, or media presence and exposure from the announcement of the quarterfinalists onwards is strictly prohibited. Any breach of the clause will lead to automatic disqualification. Aiden has said he'll be taking legal action, so there's going to be more to follow on that one. Not getting disqualified uh, is Riley up in Denmark. This week it was noted his song Breaking My Heart had been performed before in October in a concert in Seoul. Now that's within the September 1st rule that the EBU has for the song contest, but uh, Denmark's Danske Melody Grand Prix rules from broadcaster DR state that no performance of a song before the one-shot final airs. So in other words, nobody hears it till February the 11th. They have to vote on it immediately because the show is February the 11th. Circumstances have been taken into account. No, likely not enough Danish voters were in the concert in Seoul in October. So no competitive advantage. Riley still in the contest there. Uh, we carry on with the disqualifications. This is certainly the week of having DQ in the year as we head to Moldova. Massimo Sinceri and Damuz, they've been disqualified because the group doesn't meet the 50% of the performers at a minimum must be Moldovan. So out they go. Uh, Squeeze Paradise, uh, the song by Nordica, is also going to be at the contest as well because that song has been performed before the September 1st, 2022 deadline to be in the contest in 2023. It was uh, sung and performed 10 years ago. So, yeah, slightly too early on that one. Okay, uh, thankfully no disqualifications so far in Estonia. We're not expecting any either. Uh, we have got the running order for Estee Lau's grand final there. We'll note that uh, opening the show is Milik singing the song to you and closing it is Sissy with the song Lighthouse. Now, traditionally, opening and closing are seen as quite prestigious slots. That's why we've picked them out there. Germany and broadcaster NDR has announced the eight acts who will be participating in their Song for Liverpool contest. It's a one-shot national final. It's going to be taking place on March the 3rd. Those eight acts, Will Church, Freddie Gold, Paddy Gurney, uh, whose name is derived from the hurdy-gurdy uh, musical instrument. So that's... We're getting fun words in this week. Uh, Trong is in there, Lord of the Lost, Rennie Miller, Annika Russo and Lonely Spring are the eight. But there are nine here. There's one performer still to go. And that's one of the six performers and songs that have been sourced through TikTok. Voting is open now to choose one from six. So this is effectively like a TikTok semi-final. They are Betul, Leslie Cleo, From Fall to Spring, Eichhoft Gold, Jonah and Nashop. 
Iceland next uh, song reveal is going to be happening on Saturday the 28th of January so uh, maybe tomorrow maybe today it was yesterday it was at the weekend depending on uh, when you listen just scratch out the word there and I've got that right. San Marino next. We have the head of the jury announced for their national final. And it is the Italian legend Albano. Albano has sung with his wife Romina Power at Eurovision 1976 for Italy. Uh, again in 1985 for Italy uh, with the song Magical Magic. Uh, he was on backing vocals in 2000 uh, for Switzerland. And uh, has been at San Remo countless times uh, with a win in 1984. Song reveal for Slovenia is confirmed for February the 4th. It's going to be a televised show there with performers Joker out. Also talking about the background of the song, how they came to select it, and the soundscape and storyscape is all going to be mixed in there as well. Uh, here in the United Kingdom, ever wondered how speculation starts? It, it goes a bit like this. Uh, UK artist Rina Sawayema has no public engagements between February and June. She released a song uh, called Frankenstein, back end of last year, uh, which is about three minutes long. So that's close enough to the Eurovision rules. Um, and now the community decided that, that Remo would be a really, really, really good entry into the Eurovision Song Contest for the United Kingdom. Now, Tap Music have said that Frankenstein is not going to be the song, but they've been very circumspect in their wording. Oh, again, that's it. That must be why. Or they're just, you know, being smart and keeping Eurovision at the top of the headlines and so on and so on. Make your mind up. But certainly, at this point in the year, that's how your community is working. Finally, stage designs. We have two of the biggest stages of national finals revealed this week. And yes, we've got the details here. So, uh, first up is this one here from Melody Festivalen. It's a very recycled. It's using a lot of the stage from 2022, including the little sort of runway of stairs going around the two front edges. Quite small, quite compact. Uh, also, San Remo. Uh, now, San Remo stages traditionally have a cliff face of stairs at the very back. It's like, you know you know how like you get one in four and one in five as being steep hills? This was usually like seven in one. And it was a, a challenge that every artist had to walk down, even if they were in heels. Uh, this year's stage still has a staircase at the back, but the stairs are much shallower, which means there's going to be no Shirley Bassey flashbacks to any Markham and Wise fans here in the United Kingdom. Instead, everybody in the United Kingdom and across Europe are going to be watching out for another musical guest who has announced Moniskin will be playing tracks from their new album Rush on the third night of San Remo. Okay, what have we got around the internet and the Eurovision world this week? No, well, we're getting to the point where I can't mention everything, okay? So just a couple of things that highlighted. But if you want anything mentioned here, do get in touch. Uh, Ewan at ESCinsight.com, admin at ESCinsight.com will find us as well. Our DMs on Twitter, uh, Mastodon, all the usual places are open. Posted earlier this week, uh, a little nod to Sid Fields from myself, uh, looking at the three-act structure, something that scriptwriters are very, very familiar with. Uh, are all writers, fiction and so on. But how does it apply to national finals? Why is it that we love national final season so much? I say we. Some of us do. Some of us just wait till May. And we love the Eurovision contest just as much then. But... Is there something about the three-act structure that's familiar enough to take us through these weekends of song selections? I've argued that 
very thing back at the website. Uh, on the website next week, while well, Benidorm Fest is happening in Spain, Ben Robertson is going to be down there uh, enjoying the sun, the sea, and the songs. We'll bring you many details and a flavour of Benidorm on the website as well. Also, already highlighted, it is the semi-final allocation draw on Monday. We'll know who's singing broadly when, we'll know when the rehearsals, who's in the first day, who's in the second day, and so on. Lots of little organisational details, but a chance to look through some statistics numbers as well. So keep an eye on the website for that. It's happening quite late on the Monday, so it'll probably be uh, Tuesday before we get to that. Uh, what else? Um, the official podcast from Eurovision.tv. Uh, episode four is up there. Steve Holden is back there uh, with an interview with Belgium's representative, Gustav, and some more familiar faces as well. And a shout out also to James and Rob from the Eurotrip podcast. They're going to be hosting the Green Room at the Czech national final on Monday. So keep an eye out for them on your screens, be it if you're in the Czech Republic and watching on TV or streaming it wherever you are in the world. Uh, what other dates do we have for the diaries? Preview parties as normal. Barcelona, Warsaw, Madrid, Amsterdam and London happening between 23rd of March through to April the 16th. Uh, televised shows, uh, depending on when you listen to this, Friday is the quarterfinal in Malta. That's Friday the 27th of January. Saturday the 28th, uh, we have uh, Lithuania Heat 2 and Norway Semi-Final 3 taking place. And the opening ceremony of Benidorm Fest happens on Sunday. It's going to be streaming live on the website there as well. Full details on that, Eurovision.tv for the official links and for the YouTubes, and we'll have it on our social medias as well. That's us, another seven days in the world of the song contest as we... <laughs> I mean, just just so many cultural touchstones and points and stories and everything that's going on. It's a wonderful time of year, and we do our best to capture it all for you here on the podcast and go into more depth when we get to the website. But for now... Thanks very much for listening. I'll say to Ra for now, do stay safe, do keep smiling. To everybody out there who we know, who are still to meet, stay safe. Next week, more results, more songs, more names. This week, there's only one thing left. It's our guitars. This week's ESC Insight News podcast was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence and the team at ESC Insight. Here come the websites, www.escinsight.com and patreon.com slash ESC Insight to support us.